When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. Hey, Ingrid. <laughs> so everyone is, I'm sure, waiting. They've been waiting around all week wanting to know how your conversation went because we've been talking about how this is a period of asking questions. So last week, Venus moved into Leo. So it's about like that sovereignty in relationships. And so you were going to claim your sovereignty in your relationships. You've had all these suitors coming after you left and right. <laughs> And, and there's one Prince Charming that you've had your eye on. Prince Charming. <laughs> no, there there is one guy that I could potentially see myself, you know, starting something with. So you were going to be brave like the lion mm-hmm. and put yourself forward. You were going to open your heart and share with this person how you felt about them and let them know that you have all these other suitors that you're trying to fend off. But <laughs> okay. you... You need to know that he's also fending off his ladies that are coming after him or something like that. Yeah. And so you did that. Yeah, I did. And um, so I basically just asked if he was dating anyone else mm-hmm. because I'm interested in not dating a bunch of people because that's not really my long term goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and the conversation went pretty well. He is dating other people, but he was really kind. He didn't make me feel stupid for asking the question and he was honest and he gave me some nice compliments on how he felt about me Mm -hmm. and he asked me what i was looking for like what my intentions were and so just kind of opened the conversation up to be more honest with each other and open about what we're looking for i didn't get exactly what i was hoping for but i still really like him and i think that even just the ability to have that conversation and it go well was a reinforcement of why I do like him. So how do you feel about what you said to him and how it went? You feel? I feel pretty good. I was a little bit nervous, Mm -hmm. um, but I think I did a good job of expressing myself. If you were to go back, would you do that again? Would I just put myself out there again by saying I like you? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I would. Okay, good. I mean, now I feel like the tiniest bit of like jealousy coming up. Tell me. Just because I know he's seeing other people and yeah, it just brings up a little bit of jealousy. So I don't really know what to do with that. There's nothing really to do because before I even asked this, I was seeing other people. So I don't know what would be so different because it's really too soon to say anything about like a relationship. And I knew that I just was kind of curious and wanted to know how he was feeling because I was feeling like I didn't want to keep spreading my energy around with other people if he was interested like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, now I have a little bit of jealousy. Um but I'm feeling mostly fine, even though I felt a little bit disappointed. Um, 
yeah, it just feels like I'm an adult and I can have open conversations with the people that I'm sharing my space with. And it felt good. Good. And then like the same day, like later in the evening, he had messaged me just something really nice and thoughtful, just like saying hi. And I was like, okay, so I didn't like freak him out by yeah, being he honest. Go- he didn't ghost you. Yeah. So I'm like that. <laughs> It just makes me feel like he's like a normal, like healthy person who can express himself and is like, okay, well, she likes me. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Good. So yeah, it all felt really good. It sounds positive. I don't like having this little bit of jealousy that's come up, but also I don't think I would have felt good by not saying something. I thought about waiting. I'm like, maybe I'll just wait till the next time I see him. But like, who fucking cares? Like, I like him. So if I were to have that conversation that I had this week or next week, like, what's the difference? Yeah. Why am I going to wait? I'm just going to feel like I want to say something. Right. You said it when you felt like you wanted to say it. Yeah. And maybe now there's some jealousy coming up, but it's going to help you work through wherever that's stemming from. And then also, I was just like, okay, well, maybe I will see these other guys. And yeah, maybe I will. But at the same time, it kind of confirmed like, well, if they were my number two choice, then why would... I want to have like a number two choice, like a consolation prize, even if it doesn't work out with this person. Like I definitely want somebody who's like leveled up. Like these are some qualities that I really like in somebody. And, you know, maybe somebody else has those qualities plus more or whatever the thing is. But I think it's kind of like a process of elimination and showing me like what it is I'm really looking for. Yeah. I like how you you told one of the other guys that you really like that if he's interested in you, then this is what you're putting out there. You know what I mean? It's like, this is what I need from you. You're not just like, Oh yeah. I said, I said, no, I, he said, can you hang out? And I said, no, I kind of like somebody. And he's like, well, why not? Like, what if I like you? I'm like, okay, I don't know if you really like me. Like, this is what I want from you. If we're going to pursue something like take it or leave it. And I didn't really think he was ready for it. And I don't, I don't think he is. So it was a confirmation that I was like, okay, well I need to just tell everyone what I'm interested in. Yes. For me, it's like this or like nothing. I'd rather just not. Good. I'd rather like clean my fucking room or my bathroom or like do something for myself (laughs) than like waste my time. That's awesome. I love that. It's good, Ingrid. So do I get a reward? (laughs) I think you, this is a reward. I know. I know. (laughs) The reward is that you're being confident in who you are. Yes. Yeah. I feel really good about saying it. Exactly. And you're not going and like running to whatever guy wants to just hook up with you just to like sort of make you feel good in that instant gratification sort of way. Yeah. You know, you're like, no, I'm not interested in that. Like I I see what I want. And if it's not with this guy, then it's going to be with someone else that is also wanting what I want. So it's not just to fill the void, fill the void. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Totally. Yeah, it's really interesting every time I push myself out of my comfort zone and tap into that North Node in Aries energy. I do. I feel like I'm rewarded in greater confidence in myself. I didn't regret it. And now I feel like I can do that again and it's going to be less difficult each time. And then I also get what I want. And I think I even said to him in the past, I've never really expressed what I wanted out of somebody and then I never got it. (laughs) So this is me asking for what I want. Otherwise, I'm never going to get what I want. Amazing. Good for you. Well, thanks for encouraging me. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. I mean, I'm excited for you. I feel like it might have been just too soon in general if he would have been like, yeah, I'm not dating anyone. And then it felt like kind of too serious too soon because we're still really like getting to know each other. Yeah, I feel like it worked out perfectly because you were able to experience some adversity. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And how are you going to react to that? Yeah. And I'm really loving how you're reacting to the adversity. 
That's what I'm really excited about for you. That's the real growth is taking that first step, saying how you feel, but then not getting the answer that you were hoping for and not spiraling back into some old version of yourself Mm -hmm. that was not helpful to you. You're reacting in a more mature way. Yeah, I'm feeling, yeah, I'm feeling more mature for sure. It's like that video game analogy where you just feel like you're leveling up. Mm -hmm. I feel like I, yeah, 100%. That was like a leveling up experience where I'm like, okay, now I can ask for what I want and I'm not scared or maybe I'm scared, but like, it's fine. It's fine to feel uncomfortable as long as you're speaking your truth and not being like crazy or like demanding about it. Just like saying how you feel. Yes. And being confident in, in your expression. Yes. Good. Good. Excellent. Should we get into the week? Yes, we should. Okay, so this is the week of June 28th to July 4th. Monday, June 28th, we're looking at four astrological pieces. And if you're new to the show, that's what I call these things, because it looks like a board game to me. There are four astrological pieces. This is the language of astrology. So Venus, Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty... As we mentioned at the top, moved into Leo last week. Leo is the sign of the lion, the king of the jungle, representing sovereignty, drama. (laughs) Yeah, there can be some drama in relationships with this because everybody is expressing their sovereignty, whether they are aware of it or not. They're feeling more maybe in their power in relationship. Today, Venus aligns with Jupiter, the planet of expansion. In Pisces, the sign of the unconscious, intuition. So I see this alignment as really seen within your heart. What do you want? What do you want in your relationship, in your relationships, lovers, friends, business partners? And why do you want what you want? Where does that stem from within you? So that's the first alignment. The second alignment is Mars, the god of war, the planet of action, aggression, and conflict, which is also in Leo. So Mars and Venus are in Leo. Mars is aligning with the North Node. Mm, Our soul's purpose. Soul's purpose in Gemini, the sign of communication. So taking action, acting from a place of bold sovereignty and using that action to communicate what your heart is feeling. What do you want in your relationships? Where does that stem from? And how can you act in a way that clearly shows what it is you want to communicate. I mean, a perfect example is, yeah, what happened last week for me. Just, yeah, doing something about it, taking the action, taking the time to have the conversation, making a move, whatever that is. If you want to raise, if you want um, to take your relationship to the next step, if you want a change within your friendship. Yeah, taking the action, like taking the first step. You can be a good communicator, but that doesn't mean you're always initiating the conversation. So like sparking that fire, mm-hmm. being yeah. the one to initiate. Lighting the fire. Leo's a fire sign. So your relationship should at the very least be smoldering right now. <laughs> <laughs> smoldering? Is that, isn't that after the fire is put out? Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, I guess, is that after? I mean, it's after, but it's... I guess it can be also can before. Be like in the very beginning. It's just like, it's just getting started. It's smoldering. There's a lot of smoke, not a lot of flame. Mm-hmm. At the very least, that's where kindling. you want it to be. Yeah, kindling. Or that's the little sticks. Those Whatever. are the sticks. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So light the fire of your relationship. What is your heart telling you to do? What does your heart want? 
Mars and Leo is going to play a big role this week. It's going to connect. This week is really going to ramp up once we get to Thursday. But first, Tuesday, June 29th, the moon in Pisces. Our emotions in the subconscious. Yes. The emotions. Uh-oh. Yes. Sounds deep and yes. a little bit dark. Emotional sensitivity in the unconscious where we keep all of our psychological baggage. The moon in Pisces aligns with Uranus in Taurus, the planet of the unexpected, the planet of revolution, rebellion, innovation in the sign of material security. So we've talked about this on previous episodes with Uranus, the planet that shakes things up in the sign of the bull. The bull likes to be very stable, but Uranus is there shaking the bull, agitating the bull. Ooh, that's such a good visual. Yes. Uh Uh-oh. It's like the bull's like in that cage and wants to just come out and start bucking the person on top of it. They're happening at the same time, that connection. So it's like, is the agitation to the bull is what's causing your mental and emotional sensitivity in your unconscious? Or is your sensitivity in your unconscious now shaking things up in the material world? Ooh, wow, both. It's a two-way street. I mean, one is affecting the other and the other is affecting the one. Something you could do today would be to reorganize your space and might help relieve some emotional tension in your mind. Since the material feels a little bit shaky, organizing your space and cleaning and cleansing and like taking a shower and a bath, like the water energy is really good for Pisces and really good for your emotions. So maybe that's a way to stabilize what's happening today. Yes. Clean your car, wash your car. Go into the material and see where the material is connecting to your unconscious. Like when you clean something out, it's like, why is this here? Why am I holding on to this thing? I thought you were going to be like, like Ingrid's closet. (laughs) Yeah. Ingrid's closet. Go into Ingrid's closet. I have such an issue with my closet. It's like, that's where my psychological baggage lives. (laughs) Is in my fucking closet. No matter what I do, I can't seem to get a grip on these clothes, dude. I just today, before you got here, I reorganized my space. I threw away like... It didn't even look like I had that much stuff. I threw away like three trash bags of like paper. I'm like, what the fuck is all this paper? Paper. Fucking receipts, like mail, bills. I don't know. I don't even know what it was, but I threw away a bunch of shit. Makeup. You know, you get new hair products and you have a little bit of hair product left. Now you have 45 hair products that are like 75% used. Just like so many extras. Yeah. And I'm going to be moving. And I'm like, I'm not fucking moving this three quarters full bottle of shampoo that I might use when I run out of my other 20 shampoos. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, it was like a cleansing, yes. whole cleansing today. For sure, that helped my emotional state. I was feeling some emotional agitation and unsettledness. So I figured I should organize my space and get rid of some shit, clear some shit out. Good. How can you approach your material realm and clear it out in terms of also clearing out your unconscious they're connected yeah and it just it manifests in the things around you once you clean your space you give yourself some mental clarity to even be able to look around and see like just to see the space and see what is left there even in your mind it's like once you clear out the big clutter like okay you finished you maybe you did your bills for the month you got your errands done whatever the list of things to do that might be weighing on your mind clearing that out and then seeing what is left you can actually assess what is sitting in your subconscious when you clear out all the extra shit That's just taking up space. And that is what comes on Wednesday, June 30th, when the moon continues on through Pisces and connects with Neptune. Neptune is 
the planetary ruler of Pisces and is the planet of intuition. So the planet of the emotions, the moon, connects to the planet of intuition in Pisces. Really, now that you've cleansed your physical space, now you can really dream. You can really get deep within your emotions, what you're feeling, and look and see, what is it that I want? What's my true fantasy for myself? So that's the question. Yeah, so Tuesday, clear your space so Wednesday you can dream. Yes, yes, that's it. It's like you can't really unplug and let go and get into that dream space when there's a bunch of shit floating around in your mind, whether that's physical or your to-do list weighing on your mind. Get rid of all of your errands and your shit that's been stacking up. Move it out. There's like that Mars energy this week Mm -hmm. taking action so we can clear the space to dream. Yes. Yes, and it's so important, I can't tell you, because Thursday, July 1st, is when things start to really get intense. Oh boy. Because the moon is going to move into Aries, and it's going to... So your emotions are going to be hot. Hot. (laughs) Now it's not going to be smoldering anymore. The flames are going to be high. So the planet of the emotions in the cardinal fire sign of Aries, symbolized by the ram aligns with Chiron, the wound, the wounded healer in Aries. In Aries also? Yes. Shit. Yes. So it's the wound to our self-confidence and the ancient wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound. So the moon touches Chiron and that brings an emotional sensitivity to the wound to our self-confidence. But as the moon is connecting with Chiron, Chiron is and the moon are also connecting with Mars. In Leo. Oh, no. Mars is the planetary ruler of Aries. (laughs) Oh, so, okay. So, like I said on the other day, like, which side of the coin is, like, fueling the other side of the fire? Like, which came first? Uh But this is, like, the first time I've really thought of, like, which one is affecting what? Like, this kind of loop. Mm -hmm. And the wound to your self-confidence is getting, like, agitated. Yeah, if you were dreaming up something amazing yesterday, today maybe... You're having some doubts about if you can accomplish that goal, that dream, and your core wound to your self-confidence gets activated and that creates like this emotional uncertainty and it's kind of like this loop, but then there's all that Aries energy. It's like really fiery and very stressful, but you also need to take action. So even though you're feeling like this discomfort and unease about your self-confidence and like the emotional reaction you're having to feeling not confident, you still need to just do something. You're feeling like shit, but like keep moving forward anyways. Yes. If you have a dream that you want to see come into reality, then you need to act. And if you need to act, then you have to perhaps face some insecurities within yourself that are saying, well, I really want a dream. I really want to, I really want this dream to come true, but I know that's not possible for me. What is everyone going to think about me? Yeah. Am I not going to be successful and I'm going to be embarrassed because I failed? Everything's being forged right now. That's how it feels to me. Like I We're in the fire. Got, yes, it's like that that metal, that steel that's being hammered and turned into a sword. That's what's happening right now because not only is Mars in play here, but so is Saturn, the god of wealth and time, the planet of responsibility, hard work, mastery, authority. Saturn Ugh. is transiting through Aquarius, the sign that it rules, it's moving retrograde, but it is also opposing Mars and connecting to the moon and Chiron in Aries. So 
Saturn brings like that press, that weight. Saturn is like the steel and the moon, Chiron and Aries are like the steel that's being melted in the fire. So Saturn is the steel. The fire is Aries, moon and Chiron and Mars is the hammer in the fire of Leo forging this sword into reality. I think that today can be very intense, like very emotional, very unsettling, really stressful. But being able to sit with your chaotic mind and know that your thoughts will pass. If it was your best friend and they were telling you that they had this dream and they were feeling insecure, what would you tell them? Well, none of that matters. Of course, you're scared. Everybody gets scared and we're nervous. We're not going to succeed, but that's irrelevant. Those feelings will pass the more you do the work the better you'll feel like you keep up with the practice and it becomes less and less uncomfortable. That Saturn energy where it's like it rewards the hard work. So you just have to put one foot in front of the other and start doing something about it. And you'll become more confident as you climb up the ladder. Yes. Yes. So this is like these planets right now. I feel like I'm playing a, a key on the piano with like four fingers And as we go through the week, we're going to add more fingers to the same key. Because on Friday, July 2nd, we're going to take our fingers off of the moon. So our emotions will be like alleviated. The emotions has alleviated it. And the emotions are so big. The moon is so big. All these planets are like pressing on you. But when the moon comes around, it's like a needle is hitting that part where it's like you feel it. Yeah. So... Friday, July 2nd, the moon has moved off these planets, but Chiron is still there, Saturn is still there, Mars is still there, and now we're also looking at Uranus. Revolution. Yes, Uranus is now connecting very strongly to Mars. It's squaring off with Mars. Uranus has been squaring off with Saturn for the last couple of weeks. We keep on mentioning this alignment. So the planet of restriction Saturn squaring off with the planet of rebellion, Uranus, and now Mars is getting in the mix, the god of war. So something in the material realm is getting shook so that you can claim your sovereignty. Like, what do you need to shake in your material existence that's going to help you gain your sovereignty? I think of almost like kind of like a knight, like a knight who maybe is wearing too much armor and can't move. Ooh, okay. Whereas like a knight that isn't wearing a lot of armor, maybe they're a little more vulnerable, but they can move. So I feel like this is kind of like a difficult period of, of figuring out what you need to shed. Wow. Okay. Yeah. How do we get lighter and like more agile? Yes. Yes. It's, it's difficult. It's difficult. Especially when you give that knight example, it's like maybe someone is really good at their career and they have all of these attachments to the way that they do things. Mm-hmm. And it's like if they were to shed a couple of their things that don't really serve them as much as they thought they did, they would open up this like other part of themselves that feels like lighter and, you know, faster, more agile, whatever. Yes, exactly. I need to really sit with them. That's like such an amazing question. Like we get stuck in our habits and they feel comfortable. So that's what we think we need to keep doing. Mm-hmm. But even just today, I was like throwing all this shit away. I'm like, why do I have all this jewelry? I have my grandma's jewelry. I'm never going to wear this shit. <laughs> I'm never going to wear this. I'm just saving it in a box to look at. 
So I'm like, ask, you know, my sister, I'm like, do you want this? I don't need this. I'm not moving this to a new house. Did she take it? Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Good. Yeah. Good. I felt like I was supposed to just carry this around forever. I know. I'm like, I don't need that. I've always been so connected to the material and like just collecting things for, I don't know, nostalgia or I was like, I'm going to do some styling stuff. So I have all these necklaces and like jewelry and these outfits that I'm never going to wear in real life. I'm like, okay, I'm just getting rid of everything that I'm not going to wear. And this is, these alignments are like perfect for what you're talking about right now. Because also because you're going to be moving, mm-hmm. you're going to be moving into your new place right during these dates. Mm. Yeah. So speaking of moving and home and all that on Saturday, July 3rd is when the sun moves into the picture. We haven't talked about the sun yet. The sun is the giver of light, life and vitality, and it's moving through cancer which is the sign that symbolizes the home, your roots, your upbringing, your childhood, the ones who raised and nurtured you. So now Saturn is connecting. So the planet of restriction in the sign of the community, Saturn is connecting to Chiron, the wounded healer in Aries, the sign of self-confidence, which is connecting to Mars, the god of war in Leo, the sign of sovereignty, which is also connecting to Saturn and Mars Saturn and Mars are also connecting with Uranus, the planet of rebellion, in Taurus, the sign of material security, and the sun is now connecting to Saturn, okay. Chiron, and Uranus. Are you totally lost your mind? We're saying way too many planets. This was another, <laughs> another day this week. We had like 25 planets. I don't know if anyone can follow that. <laughs> I mean, I'm having a really hard time remembering all that. I know. Okay. So let me, let me sl- let's slow down. Let's take <laughs> let a simplify. breath. Let's take a breath, Ingrid. Let's take a breath. Everything is okay. Too many planets. There's five planets. Five? Five. <sighs> How do you keep up with all of them? Yeah. There's a lot of planets going on at all times. Exactly. So let's, let's just make it more confusing, Ingrid, because I know you like that. No. No. <laughs> if you have something around 12 to 13 degrees in your astrological code, all five of these planets, Saturn, Chiron, Uranus, the Sun, and Mars are all at 12 to 13 degrees. Oh, so they're all just right on top of each yes, other. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like this is there, this So is, there's not it's not like there's different levels of how they're connecting. They're all on top of each other. So we're really feeling all five of those planets. Yes. It's not like there's one strong alignment and some weaker ones. No, it's okay. not like I'm talking about Saturn and Mars are connecting over here and Chiron and, and the sun are connecting over here. They're all connecting together. This week is like, I don't know. It, it feels intense. So I have, I have a couple things at 13 degrees. Yep. So I have Gemini. And You're then, ascendant. And then, okay. so. Uh, it's so hard because now, now I'm going to have three things in addition to the five things. Like my head's going to fall off. Yeah. I have Sagittarius, Gemini, and Capricorn. Or I have Mars and Capricorn. Mars and Capricorn at 13? Yeah. 13. 13. All yeah. 13. So it's connecting to your action and it's connecting to your personality and the essence of your soul. So really the way that you're moving forward in life is going through a shocking overhaul at this point, which makes sense because you're going to be moving into a new place right now. You said like Chiron and Aries. So there's like the wound and there's community. So I'm moving out of a place with four other people. We have such a community in this house and I'm moving out by myself. And I feel like that might activate 
the wound to your self-confidence can i be alone yeah can i be here by myself i mean i know that i can and i've been feeling good about it and this was like a previous fear why i hadn't moved in the past Mm -hmm. i was hesitant to living with people and now i absolutely love it like this morning i made breakfast for everyone and then everyone else cleaned and it was just really fun and then we had a creative meeting and it was so nice like i love that Mm -hmm. but i know that i can come do that whenever i want yeah i don't have to live here to be able to experience community and you can go have your own space yeah and then be a part of the community when you want to be a part that's the thing about community someone's asking me about community and i'm like community doesn't have to be your best friends It's the people that you're spending time with throughout the week, throughout the month, so on and so forth. You know, they could be creative collaborators. It could be a group that you're a part of or organization. So, yes, there's a lot happening here on Saturday. But that'll be a couple days after I move in. So I do think that in the middle of that move, I'm sure there will be some emotions that arise in relation to just, yeah, feeling feeling kind of a loss of community in a way and just getting used to this new there's Uranus in there, right? Mm -hmm. That's revolution. Yep. And it's also rebellion. So it's like, you know, I'm leaving, but also it's just stirring a lot of things up. So it will definitely be an intense, hopefully mostly positive, but I do feel like there's going to be some sadness and like fear that comes up. Totally. in, In leaving this space. Totally. And it intensifies further on Sunday, July 4th. Eek. That's when the the moon joins the party. The moon. Oh no, my emotions. <laughs> so that's when I'm going to get sad. <laughs> the, the moon moves. The moon is going to be at 13 degrees in Taurus on Sunday, connecting to Uranus at 13 degrees in Taurus, and both of those are connecting to the Sun, to Saturn, to Mars, and then Chiron's in there. So the Sun <laughs> is your identity. Taurus is the material, and like the moon is your emotions. So. I think it can still feel really positive. It's it like can. getting used to being in this new space. It's July 4th too. So, you know, oh, that's a like a day. party day. So, okay. I mean, it's, it's going, there's going to be a lot of energy. It's going to be a high energy day on Sunday, July 4th. Uh, not a mellow day, very intense day. So if you want to mix it up, then get out there. If you want to be more tame, then stay in. Uh, but does anyone go out on the 4th of July? Are you kidding me? You're supposed to like stay home and watch the fireworks and like drink at home with your friends. How long have you lived in LA? Six years. I've I've never gone out for 4th of July. I feel like something happens during the 4th of July in LA. It's like the, the entire city. If you took the city of LA and you lifted it up and you lit it on, on fire. On, no. <laughs> No, you lit. If my hands were under the city of LA and my, my right hand is on the east side and my left hand is on the west side, my right hand is pushing up and dumping everybody from the east side down onto the west side because oh, everybody. Go, are you kidding me? I, the beaches are so crowded. Ew, I would never so want to do that. Crowded. And then on the, on the flip side, on the east side, you can like walk down the middle of a four lane road and there's no cars. Nobody's here. I mean, everyone on the east side is just fucking home setting off fireworks everywhere. Like in LA, it sounds like it sounds like you're in a war zone for like 12 hours. It starts at like 2 hours before sunset and it's just straight fireworks everywhere you look. <laughs> forever it's crazy the whole city just fills with smoke the first year i was here i had moved in right before fourth of july and was on like the rooftop of my building with all of like 
the other people in the building and it was the most amazing view yeah. ever. Okay. Well, you want the most amazing view. What you do is the most amazing fireworks show I ever saw. I was down in San Pedro. My friend had a party on his boat down there. Oh, Jesus. And I was like, okay, I'm going to leave before the fireworks because if I wait till after the fireworks, it's going to be crazy traffic. Yeah. So I got on the freeway, the 110, which is like a raised freeway. It's above the ground. And I'm driving north towards downtown when the fireworks start. And it was like all directions, 360 degrees fireworks. So... It's going to be a crazy intense day on Sunday, July 4th. I'm not saying it's going to be bad. It's all how you're working with the energy. But really think about your roots, your upbringing, your childhood. Think about your personal sovereignty. Think about... The day of freedom, right? The day of freedom. Personal freedom. It's Independence Day. Independence Day. Saturn is the planet of restriction in... Aquarius, which is the sign of independence. So independence in the community, <laughs> claiming your authority, claiming the authority to have independence, taking responsibility for yourself. And Uranus is the planet of independence in Taurus, the sign of material security. So, and then you've got Chiron, the wound to your self confidence. So, your self confidence is going to be tested, your sovereignty, your heart your independence. Where do you stand in these areas? How do you feel about all of this? Get clear with yourself and act accordingly. Well, if we're working with the energy all week and really making moves towards expressing our sovereignty in our relationships, I think come Sunday, the energy will be really intense. But if you're feeling good about how you've been acting and showing up for yourself, then it can feel exciting. Then it will feel celebratory instead of maybe it's like you don't want to be regretting on Sunday. Like, this is what I wanted to do, but I haven't done it. You need to be working with that fire energy all week so you can celebrate Yeah, on the 4th. That's going to create a lot of tension if you're not. The moon is really happening on Sunday. So it's like you're going to really feel whatever is going right or wrong on that day for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. So do the work so you yes. can celebrate on the 4th. Yes. Amazing, Ingrid. Celebrate. Yes. All right. I'll see you next week i'll see you next week thank you for listening to the weekly transit follow us on instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy if this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully please subscribe rate us five stars and share with your friends if you're ready to go deeper book a personal reading with scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com Transit, 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 transit.